0: All right, what up, what up? Um, took us a little bit long to figure this out, but welcome back to Biffed Op, episode uh, one. I am your host, Bach. Um, some new things we made going on with this account. Um, we started on an Instagram and we're working on the Twitter right now. Uh, it's called Bach Fancy Talk on Instagram. I'm really excited for this episode. It is a preseason uh, week, basically, preseason um, week one preview. Um, at the end of episode zero, if you listen to that, I thank you for listening to that. Our goal was to get more guest speakers on the podcast. So today, instead of uh, one guest speaker, we have three. So I would like the three guest speakers to introduce themselves, what they believe about, and who is on their fantasy team. Uh, I'll let you go first, Wit.
1: What up, guys? It's uh, it's Wit. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. All right. All right, what up? It's Wit. Um you know, my fantasy team, I've got a, got a pretty good squad. I feel like, you know, a quarterback. Uh, last quarterback available that I took, took Mr. Matthew Stafford. Then running backs, running backs Cam Akers and uh, Elijah Mitchell. You know, two uh, risky running backs, but I, I believe in their upside. And then uh, my wide receivers, I got Justin Jefferson and CeeDee Lamb. And then at tight end, I've got uh, TJ Hawkinson. And my flex is uh, Brandon Cooks. and kicker is Rodrigo Blankenship with the Broncos defense. So yeah, I mean, uh, I'm really excited for this fantasy season. I feel like it's gonna be a really good time, uh, good time to compete against
2: others. I think it'll be really interesting, you know, see what happens. Hey, I'm Rush Williams. <clears throat> My team, we got Rush Shopping School, um, quarterback.
0: Close to the mic.
2: At quarterback, we got Russell Wilson, who uh, just today signed a huge deal with the Broncos for the next uh, seven years with his Seattle contract. added yeah. Backs with Alvin Kamara and J.K. Dobbins. Uh, both have a good upside, but also have a very severe downside. Um, wide receivers, we got Terry McLaurin and Michael Pittman, who uh, I traded for at for, uh, Evo Samuel. So,
0: no one agrees with that.
2: No uh, one. At tight end, we have Darren Waller, who I feel like is going to break out this season on a high-powered Braves offense. Um, at my flex, we have D.K. Metcalf. Um, who uh, was tough to watch last year. He was on my team last year, but uh, he fell to the later rounds, and I felt like I needed to pick him up. Uh, at the Bucs defense, I'm a big Bucks fan. I believe that uh, their defense won the best in the league. And then uh, kicker, we have Nick Folk. So I feel good about my squad and uh, looking forward to a great season.
3: Um, I'm Daniel. My fantasy team is going to the playoffs and winning, and I will not be getting a great punishment or a two-four-six punishment, or an album? No, going all the way this year. I believe in my quarterback and my running back, a duo of Brady and uh, Leonard Fournette. My other running back is Nick Chubb, and then my receivers are Jamar Chase, Marquise Brown, and Gabriel Davis. Don't laugh at that. Tight um, <laughs> end is Dallas Goddard, and my kicker is Shooter Shooter McPherson and the Steelers defense.
0: All right, so um, a couple things before we start. A little preview on what we're going to be talking about today. Um, we're going to be talking about Eddie. Um, unfortunately, Eddie uh, will not be a co-host with me on the show anymore. He um, decided to go other ways. Not family issues, not an injury. But, uh, he will no longer be with us. Um, we're going to be talking about the Russell Wilson deal kind of for a little bit. Uh, shouldn't be too long. Just kind of what we think. Um, a device I have for listeners, I'll go through that right now after I finish this. Um, every single game and what we think of them, um, kind of who we think is going to uh, do pretty well in that game, and off-season moves and preseason season studs. All right, so advice I have for listeners. If you heard these three guys, every single one said their kicker and defense. I do not care who's on your kicker. Or who is your defense on this team? Defense matters on who you play every week. Also some advice. Oh my God. Do not listen to this podcast, and, and I'm not going to tell you start Jonathan Taylor every week. My thing is if you pick a guy in the first five rounds, he should be in your lineup almost every single week unless he is struggling or injured. So that's not what this podcast is about. This podcast is about in-depth. We're not going to tell you the basics. We're just going to break down most games. Also, in this room right now, we got a Cowboys fan, a Buccaneers fan, and two Falcons fans. So we have a lot different point of views. We'll be getting a Browns fan, Browns fan on this in a couple of uh, days, and potentially a Seahawks fan and more Falcons fans so that's what our um, so the podcast is about um, trying to be advice and just break down every single game uh, as the time of we're recording this it is September 1st a week before the NFL season this episode will be dropping September 7th the Wednesday hopefully around 3 p.m. and um, to start off we will start off with the Russell Wilson deal um, I think this is not as big of a deal for Russell Wilson as it is Lamar Jackson because I think seven years is a lot but it is not as bad of a deal it Deshaun Watson, but only time will tell. But I think this deal is pretty solid.
1: You know, I gotta agree with that. Uh I mean $250 million is a lot of money, but I mean Russell Wilson's a top top ten quarterback, you know, top seven, you know, you know, it's whatever you think. But I mean he's definitely worth the money. I think the Broncos got a good job locking in a superstar QB and gonna try and build build around him and uh upgrade. You know, some of their young studs and like Javante Williams can uh heavily improve, you know, just Overall, just become a better team, you know. The Broncos could be pretty deadly in a couple of years. Yeah, I mean,
2: from a fantasy perspective, as uh, my quarterback, um, you know, I feel like this gives me a lot of confidence in Russell Wilson, the quarterback, because obviously the Broncos believe in him as a, as a player. And uh, that makes me feel like so should I. Um, uh, he's got tons of weapons around him already, a lot of young players. Uh, and I think that, well, for the next seven years with his Seattle contract, so i two years left on it, he's going to be a, a major star for the next— uh, Seven or eight years, so. I'm just talk to this way. Um,
3: My standpoint on it is very basic. Only time will tell, but I also think it's way too much money. I think you could have spent $250 million somewhere else and gotten much more value out of it than Russell Wilson. That's my take on it, but only time will tell, especially with the weapons he's got. Like, and, you know, I think he's got a. So okay, details behind him.
0: Definitely a better one than he had in Seattle. Yeah, all right, Whit, you got— uh, We don't think Witt's mic's working, so Witt and I are to be working on the same mic right now, so you're going to hear a little bit back and forth, but uh, we'll have Witt go back on his Russell Wilson deal, and we'll go back and edit that later. Uh, Witt, what would you like to oh, say? My mic was off. Oh, well, his mic was off, because I don't know why that was, but Witt, let's hear your opinion. I'll
1: edit that out later. Okay, guys, uh, Witt Ramsey here. I'm back. Mike's working. So uh, I don't think you guys got to hear my team, really. So uh, let me just reintroduce my God squad and yeah. my dogs. So at quarterback, you know, I waited patiently and I got rewarded for it. I, I ended up with Matt Stafford, last quarterback on the board. I was an absolute steal in the like, round. I don't even know. You know, running backs is definitely my weak suit on my team, but it's okay, because my other team makes up for it. But um, yes, my running backs are, teaming up with Mr. Stafford, I've got Cam Akers, and then on a hopefully can be explosive Niners offense, I got Elijah Mitchell. You know, two risky guys, both dealing with injuries right now, coming back from injuries. But uh, you know, they definitely could be, they're big boomer bust players, I'm hoping they boom. And then uh, my strong suit, my receivers, I got Jay Jettas, wide receiver one season. And then I got CeeDee Lamb to back him up. You know, two great, really great studs. You know, I'm really excited to watch how they play this year. And then a tight end, I got TJ Hawkinson, top six, five tight end. And then uh, Brandon Cooks, you know, solid, very underrated flex player. And then. Defense and kicker. You know, I got a shout out, Hot Rod, but I, I stream my defense every week.
0: Thank you. Thank you for that good defense advice. All right, we'll go, uh, we'll ask everyone's around on these preseason games. Uh, personally, I don't think these games matter as much from a fantasy perspective. I think the only fantasy perspective that we should take a look into is Damian Pierce. Um, other than that, I'll let y'all three talk, but I really don't think there was much to take away from preseason.
1: You know, there's a, a couple rookies who showed out, especially George Pickens. He had uh, quite an amazing preseason, you know. I'm, a, I'm an, of, I'm an avid, avid Bulldogs fan, so, you know, it's great to see see some of our players ball out. But, uh, yeah, George Pickens really turning some heads around over in uh, Pittsburgh. So, yeah, he should be fun to watch this season.
2: Um, as Bach mentioned earlier, I think Damon Pierce is a big-time guy to watch for the rest of this preseason. Uh, he's coming out of Florida. He was dominant at Florida. Um, I think that what he's shown this preseason is uh, going to be kind of similar to what we see during the season. Um, it's not a very explosive Texas offense, to say the least. Uh, the only real other option is Brandon Cooks. But I think that uh, Damian Pierce could definitely be a valuable uh, flex player, maybe low-end RB2. Uh, maybe not now, but definitely by the end of the season. So
0: Love it, love it. All right, so um, before we uh, – you're kind of in the middle. Thank you for listening again. Uh, Glad you made it this far. Um, A couple things about the fourth person on the mic, Daniel Hollingsworth. Uh, He picked Antonio Gibson in the fourth round. Uh, We'll not go into that story. Just know it's a bad pick. You know what? We need different point of views on this fantasy Avoid podcast. Avoid Gibson
1: in all of your drafts. Yes. Do not take him. He is, we like, need... number one in the do not draft board.
0: We, we need Griffin takes. Seventh round, do not take him. And we are excited and happy to have Daniel with us. I'm just saying. All right, a couple things. Um, before we go through all 16 games, I know we got to get somewhere, but I kind of want to hear um, just some kind of, I found excuse interesting me, excuse picks. Me, excuse me, What? Um, D-Haw has got to go. He's, he's going to be going. Daniel can go. We lose I Daniel. He will be back for another episode very soon. He will be back. Is he leaving a bad thing? Maybe, but we will find out. Most likely not. All right, back to it. Um, so now it's just going to be three of us. Uh, Daniel uh, is wanting to pursue his football career. That's a good thing, right? We support that. Um, game Friday. Yes, Game Friday. Um, I would kind of like to ask a couple questions about the players picked in these drafts. I'll start off with Rush. Rush had the 11th pick in his draft. Uh, would had the 5th pick in his draft. Rush, you you selected Debo Samuel over Stephon Diggs and ended up shipping Debo Samuel to a different team. With the guest speaker, yeah, the guest speaker will be a year later. Why would you pick Debo Samuel over Stephon Diggs in this league?
2: You know, uh, hindsight's 2020. Um, I'm not very proud of that pick. Uh, I feel like it was the wrong pick, uh, especially going into a year where I feel like Stephon Diggs is on. You gotta
0: put your mic a little closer. One of the
2: most uh, yeah. high-powered offenses in yep. the NFL. Um, you know, the 49ers do have that potential, but I think that Debo could end up with some of his uh, running back point that we saw last year. And he's definitely not going to have the uh, amount of points that we saw from him last year. That was very unexpected. Um, and I think if you're in that situation like I was, it's not that difficult of a decision to take Stefan Diggs. I definitely do not trade you as Samuel for Michael Pittman.
0: All right, Witt, you're on the block here right now. Um, I was looking through the draft board. Round four, you, um, well, actually, first of all, round three, you took Cam Akers over, Ezekiel Elliott and J.K. Dobbins and Dave Montgomery I found very interesting. And then round four, you ended up taking Elijah Mitchell over Travis Etienne. Travis Etienne is very high on people's boards. I've looked around, done some research. Every single board is different. Everybody has players all over the place. Kyle Pitts is all over the place. Nick Chubb is all over the place. Cam Akers is all over the place. So why did you end up taking cam Akers in the middle third round
1: well okay so i i initially going into the draft i was like i wanted justin jefferson at pick five and i got justin jefferson at pick five and after how took took J- jay jettas i was hoping to get a, a a low end rb1 like a pretty solid rb1 to to like solid up my team but I don't know what happened, but C.D. Lamb came to me on the turn. That was no-brainer. Had to pick him right away. So I had two stud receivers. Then around three, I'm looking at the running backs. Really, really dead zone. And. When I when I see out of Cam Akers, he's coming off an injury in a really a high-powered Rams offense. They just won a Super Bowl, and I think if Cam Akers is put in the right spot and they and they work around him, and if he he has a very big potential to blow up, he also could bust. But I think Cam Akers can be really solid, and I'd rather have. Either, I don't know about Dobbins. Uh, Dobbins is kind of iffy. You know, Mr. Williams did offer me a trade, but it did not go through involving Mr. Dobbins. But. Um, I definitely think that uh, I, I really like Kim Akers and that's why I took him. When Elijah Mitchell, it was really either him or ETN. And looking back at ETN, the Jaguars offense, the Jaguars are not gonna be good. The Jaguars just are not good. And, uh, and the Niners, they will be pretty good. You know, Trey Lance, unproven QB, but I think he's got a pretty good chance to blow up. So uh, I think a, if they have a high-powered offense, I think Elijah Mitchell could get a pretty good workload.
0: All right, I'd love to hear it. Um, now, Whitney, all right, let's hear uh,
2: I actually love that thing because
0: uh, all right, I yep, not Florida State bias. No, yes. we get it, we get it. But
2: you know what? Uh, if, if he had a decent offensive line at Florida State, you would, you would know a lot more about him, and uh, I think he can be something special in the near future.
0: That is true. Jimbo. All right, everyone's fantasy team. Again, only time will tell. Let's head to Week 16. This is a uh, preview of uh, Week 1 matchups. Um, so heading the first game, we're going to go through all 16 games to a quick little opinion, because uh am no, not going to hold you too long. First game, Buffalo at Los Angeles. My opinion on this game is starting everyone on both teams Thursday night games week one everyone ends up high scoring Uh, I'd start basically probably everyone except maybe the third strings but uh what we think about this game I think it's pretty pretty high scoring game
1: yeah it's gonna be a great game you know a really good way to kick off the season my only advice uh if you've got a person playing a Thursday night game do not put them in your flex spot put them in your RB2 great advice you know say say so one of your players get injured over the weekend and you can't put them in that flex spot now you gotta start like Daryl Henderson as you're running RB2 but uh, yeah, I think the uh, I think the Rams will, will take that game, but it'll be a very good game.
2: Uh, I disagree with you on that. I think the Bills are going to come out and prove that they can be a Super Bowl champion. Uh, I think Josh Allen is going to have a Another fantastic
0: year this year, and I think that the Bills have a very good chance to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, um, my, I to be honest, uh, on this fantasy pie fantasy from a fantasy football perspective, I really think the score doesn't matter as much who wins or loses. Um, but I'm take uh, LA in this one. So uh, heading to the Benz, we got the Falcons and the Saints. Um, Everyone knows, yes, the Falcons are going to lose. From the Atlanta side, the only people I would definitely start is Kyle Pitts and consider starting Drake London and Cordell Patterson. I'm starting Drake London if he's healthy, but he hasn't practiced in two weeks. New Orleans side of the ball, James Winston, really good start this week one. He might be on your waiver wire. Alvin Kamara, obviously good start. Michael Thomas scares me this year. Um, I'm not putting him in the lineup week one, but uh, I'll let the gentlemen see their takes on this one.
1: You know, good classic rivalry, Saints Falcons. Uh, Lego like box set, Pitts, Musgrove, Patterson. I'd probably start him too. Drake London, a little iffy. Saints though. Um, I, I I'm putting Michael Thomas on the bench if I've got him. You know, I want to see how he plays first two three weeks. But um, you know, Saints Saints could be a team to look out for this year. You know, Jameis Winston. I think he's he's a pretty underrated quarterback, and he's got some some better weapons. And I think they've they've got a pretty good team.
2: Yeah, you know what? Uh, I think the the Saints are a team that people are going to sleep on. Um, In a very tough NFC South division, mostly just because of the Bucs. You know, uh, Jameis, I think he's improved a lot since especially his first couple years in the NFL where he, uh, to put it blatantly, was pretty bad. I mean, he had his, he had his moments, but uh.
0: Yeah, remember, Brush is a Bucks fan, so he watched all those games, yeah. and he's an FSU fan, so he watched Jameis.
2: You know, Jameis was pretty special in college, but that did not really translate for the first couple of years of the NFL. Um, you know, but he's got his eyes fixed. He's a new man. and I think he's ready to go. And uh, maybe even send the Saints to the playoffs.
0: Sure, we'll see. Yep. All right. We're going to speed run through these last 14. I uh, Hit the teams we liked. Um, San Francisco, Chicago. If y'all got any opinions, step in. Uh, San Francisco, uh, I'm putting Trey Lance in my lineup. I am putting Elijah Mitchell in my lineup. I'm putting every single 49ers player in my lineup, even Brandon Ayuk. I am not starting the wide receiver three. I think that's Juwan Jennings. I am not putting him in my lineup. But I'm putting any one of those guys in there. Chicago, the only people I would consider starting is David Montgomery and Darnell Moody. And I would be scared. To start them, any opinions on that?
1: Yeah, I mean this is gonna really, it's gonna be a really. I bad think he knows game. winning this. Yeah, Niners gonna blow them out, but um, you know the Bears gonna be terrible. So yeah, I I wouldn't look to have any Bears players on your rosters other than Montgomery, maybe Mooney. But yeah, Niners win this by a lot.
2: Yeah, I mean that's pretty much it. I mean I would not put any one from the Bears anywhere near your lineup. Yeah, worst offense in So.
0: Uh, I think that's all perspective. Maybe at uh, Chase Stewart. will probably be on the podcast later. He'll probably say it differently, but uh, I would not listen to him. Um... Heading to Cincinnati of Ohio, we have Pittsburgh and Cincinnati Bengals. Joe Burrow is back. He is fresh off surgery. Mike Tomlin said he is optimistic. Deontay Johnson will play week one after getting hurt in uh, preseason week three. Um, Pittsburgh, I am starting Najee Harris and Deontay Johnson. I'm not starting George Pickens. I'm not starting any Pittsburgh quarterback. Cincinnati side, I'm starting Joe Burrow, Joe Mixon, Jamar Chase, and T. Higgins. Yes, these are very obvious picks. I'm not here to tell you who to pick, but these guys are very obvious. So uh, i picked. pick just the obvious players in this one.
1: Yeah, I got to agree with that. I mean, I think the Bengals are going to win this one. Maybe a little bit closer. Uh, especially, though, if Deontay Johnson does not play week one, definitely look at the George Pickens playing your flex. I feel like he'll get some pretty significant mi- minutes, or so.
2: Yeah, I got to agree with that. Not much sad. Uh, don't forget that shooter.
0: I, I Shooter. Uh, that is Daniel's kicker who just left us. But uh that's a good one. Heading to the Motor City, we have Philadelphia and Detroit from the Philadelphia side of the ball. I'm only playing Jalen Hurts and AJ Brown and Dallas Goddard. I am staying away from every single Philadelphia running back. I cannot watch that. Again, the Jalen Hurts read option is lethal. I cannot. Watch that ever again. Detroit side of the ball, they're going to be a really uh, high-powered offense. I believe. I think they're a big sleeper team this year. Um, I'm, I'm not telling you the obvious. Just start Swift, start Monari, St. Brown, start Hawkinson. That's all I got for you from that side.
1: You know, I gotta agree with that. Uh, You know, Philly. People say they could be pretty good. You know, I don't think they're going to be great, but I mean, maybe. I feel like. I don't know. It depends, but they've got they got a chance to win the East. But uh, I definitely think what Box said: start the people who start. Um, Lions definitely going to be a sleeper team. They're going to win more games, but they're still going to be pretty bad.
2: Yeah, I mean, just out on that. I think the Eagles. They uh, they're in one of the weakest divisions in the NFL. So I mean, they definitely have a shot to make the playoffs. Uh, their offense probably won't be that good, but I mean, they have Jalen Hurts, who's a very good quarterback. Uh, definitely yeah. up and coming. Um, on the Detroit side, I probably. I was very high on Amon Ross St. Brown at the beginning of the offseason, but that's kind of faded a little bit for me. Uh, with Hawkinson and Swift being back from injury, most of his points last year came in those last five weeks when both of those guys were gone. So, right,
0: Yeah, Yeah. all right, heading to Hard Rock Stadium, Detroit, and New England. Uh, let's make this quick. I would The only person I would even consider starting from New England is Hunter Henry. And maybe the defense, and that's it. But against Miami, I'm not. Miami's pretty obvious to a Tyreek and Mike Gusecki, even though I think Mike Gusecki takes a big regression fantasy-wise. I think it's pretty obvious. I don't think we really need to say much from this game. Um, I think we're gonna head into another one Baltimore and New York Jets uh, by defense of the week is Baltimore uh, Maris safety Kyle Hamilton playing his first career game and Joe Flacco is starting for New York I think it will be an absolute Brutal week for the Jets um, Honestly, I, the only person I would start from the Jets is Brees Hall and JTK Dobbins Lamar Andrews and not honestly, I wouldn't even start Bateman at all any opinions on that? Yeah,
1: I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be a
0: blowout game,
1: you know. Lamar, I think he's gonna have a bounce back, bounce back year. Uh, he's my prediction to win, comeback player of the year.
0: Uh, yeah, I think it's gonna be a blowout game. Other than Buckshead. Yeah, as we're recording this, uh, non non fantasy whatsoever, but Jazz trade Donovan Mitchell for Colin Sexton, three first round picks and two picks swaps. Pretty big trade. Wow. All right, uh, heading over to Washington and Jacksonville. The only person I'm starting from Jacksonville is Travis Etienne because running back depth is so low. James Robinson is optimistic he will play. Last time I heard from him was last Tuesday. Um, I don't think he's a go. Honestly, I think he gets placed on the pup list. Um, Washington side of the ball. Terry McCorn, that's it. I can't do the running back room. Tony <laughs> I cannot stay on that team. I uh, Washington scares me. Cleveland and Carolina. Nick Chubb. That might be it. Um, Christian McCaffrey. Defense. Obviously. Sleeper defense of the week. Carolina. CMC. Yeah, obviously. Um, DJ Moore. Here we go. Baker Mayfield. If you really need a quarterback. I would start Baker Mayfield.
1: I think there's there could be others available. Jameis Winston. Yeah. I I feel like. Winston
0: if you in. really need one, I think it would. I think it's a very emotionally high game. And, a, and I a, I take Caroline in this so one he though. He
2: does have a lot to prove this week, but I mean I think a guy like Jameis Winston is probably a
0: sacred play. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Baker Baker did make some remarks about the Browns franchise and what he's going to do to them week one. <laughs> I cannot say that on this podcast, <laughs> but he did say uh, some foul language towards. So I think he's going to have that that type of that type of energy you know a little chip on his shoulder
0: i love it uh heading to nrg stadium atlanta falcons where they hate to play the most um indianapolis uh obviously i don't need to tell you to start michael pittman and jonathan taylor matt ryan sleeper pick tight end no wide receiver two no houston side of the ball i would only start brandon cooks i would not start damian pierce indianapolis is honestly might be my afc championship pick excuse me but um, I, I can't afford to start anyone from Houston. I would start Brandon Cooks, and they're gonna be absolutely down by a ton.
2: I wouldn't start Damian Pierce now, but I think eventually he'll be a good maybe flex, maybe a very low end RB two if you're really in need. Once the bye, we can start rolling it. But, yeah, no, I, mean, I would say colt would Colts got a really good
1: defense. You know, it's gonna be a blowout game. Jonathan Taylor's gonna eat. You know, really just not not another great game.
0: Yeah. All uh, right, New York and Tennessee. Um, honestly, I would just start both running backs from each team. And that's about it. Uh, maybe I might have to start Kadarius Toney because I'm so low on depth in the flex position. That's really it for me. I um, would,
1: uh, maybe consider starting Robert Woods, you know, at a flex spot if he's there. At a
0: flex spot. I like that. Yeah. Um, all right. Green Bay and Minnesota. I would, I would start both running backs from, um... Green Bay side. Obviously, I would start both receivers from many in Minnesota side. I would start both quarterbacks in fantasy because this is Fox's game of the week. Fox is without Joe Buck and Troy Aikman, if anyone cares. I'm a big fan of them. But um, I think everyone on the Minnesota offense is a go um, all around. Maybe not wide receiver three, but I'll go all around. And then Green Bay, I think quarterback and both running backs and uh and if he's ready to go, I think it's uh, Tanya's good low end tight end because uh, he's very touchdown dependent. I don't think that's a bad thing.
1: You know, it's gonna be really interesting to see how this this Green Bay Packers team plays this season. You know, losing their their best player in Devonte Adams, but uh, we'll see. You know, it is Aaron Rodgers. You know, back to back MVPs. You know, if, if the ball's in his hands, something's good. Something good is always gonna happen. So. It'd be a really good game, you know, Justin Jefferson, breakout season incoming. You know, it'll be really really exciting to see what happens.
0: Kansas City and Arizona, start everyone on the Kansas City offense. I do not care that Tyreek Hill is not there. I would start Juju. I would start Kelsey. I would start Mahomes. I would not start a single running back. Arizona side of the ball, James Conner, Marquise Brown, Kyler Murray. I hate Kyler Murray. He's the most frustrating fantasy quarterback, and Cliff Kingsbury should be fired by now. But you know what? He's still got a job, which is absolutely pitiful. I don't. Why is Kyler Murray getting paid $240 million for not even winning a single playoff game yet? I don't get it, but you know what? That's why I'm not an NFL GM and I'm making a podcast in my high school right now. Las Vegas and Los Angeles. Fucking um, a little PTSD. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Josh Jacobs and Darren Waller and Devontae Adams and Derek Carr all goes. This is going to be a high scoring game. Austin Eckler is going to drop 30 points. I'm going to be excited to watch it. I'll uh, we'll be watching this game through ways I cannot say. But uh, Austin Eckler, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, start them all. Put them all in your lineup. I hate Isaiah Spiller. Isaiah Spiller is a no-go, <laughs> luckily, which means Austin Eckler is <laughs> going through the roof, which he should because he's a first-round pick. Tampa Bay and Dallas, I'll let Rush take over this game.
2: Uh, I mean, to be honest, this might be the fantasy game of the week. This is going to be a huge offensive game. Um, the Bucs do have a good, pretty good defense, but, I mean, I mean, these are two of the most powerful offenses in the game, obviously, with the go Tom Brady. Um, and he just has so many weapons around him. uh, I see, I would start pretty much anyone you have from either one of these teams, so.
0: Um, I only, player I'm interested to watch uh, is because you all on my team, Chris Godwin. Coming off that ACL, Dallas, I think C. D. Lamb will have a pretty solid game, but also player to watch is Tom Brady. Took that little personal leave. Offensive line is really messed up. Um, and that's about it. Heading to the last game of the week, Denver and Seattle. I got my defense of the week, Denver going up against the Geno Smith uh, Seattle team. Um, the only person I'm really starting is honestly, I'm starting all, all Broncos receivers. I'm starting pretty much everyone on the Broncos actually, and I'm starting both uh, Rashad Penny and both wide receivers from Seattle. I think uh, Seattle Seattle will be down, and I think this is Russell Wilson. It's not a revenge game. I think it's a welcome home game. I think the fans will treat him really well, hopefully.
1: Yeah, um, you know, the Broncos defense, that's my defense of the week. Monday night game, I think they're gonna be playing really well, the, C- the Seahawks offense is very bad. You know, they got DK Metcalf, that's about it, you know. Tyler Lockett is good, but I think a lot of his success came from Russell Wilson throwing the ball. So, with Geno Smith, huge downgrade. So, the Seahawks offense is going to be
2: atrocious. Yeah, you know, I'm excited to watch this game just because it's uh, Russell Wilson's first uh, game uh, since signing this massive contract. And, of course, he's my quarterback. Um, I expect some big numbers from him uh, week one. So, uh, Broncos Country, let's ride.
0: Love it. I would like to thank uh, the two and a half guest speakers who came out today. Daniel had a run of um, football. I will be there very shortly. But I'd like to thank them. They will be uh, probably the most common guest speakers um, on the show. So um, I'm excited for that. I thank them for coming out. Uh, this episode will be dropped Wednesday about 3 p.m. If you listen this far, I thank you for listening. Um, enjoy week one. Enjoy those games. And we will see you September 7th, and Remember, at Bok Fancy Talk on Instagram. Look out, the Twitter will be coming soon. So I'd like to thank our two guest speakers. Thank you guys. Thank you for having us. Thanks. Love it. We will see you next time on Bok Talk. Thank you.